You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87 FM. It's time for some real talk. Let's go. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody, Mr. Moody, and I am only here to keep it one way 100% real. 100% raw and 100% Jeff. Strap in your seatbelts, get ready for a ride because you've never heard talk quite like this. The Jeff is Moody Show. Beat break, 87 FM. Raw dog season has begun. Has begun. Let's go. Jeff is Moody. Jeff is Moody. Jeff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. I see you. Thank you. Thank you. No, we rushing for this one because I got to talk to some people real quick. All my people over there, over there in the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, I see you. Switching it up today. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. Play that dealer for me, Young Sean. That that that's that's my po that's my post producer, y'all. Young Sean. He when you hear the beds of music in the back, that's young Sean. Keep that dealer going, Sean. I need to talk to some people today. Family, I'ma skip some of that intro stuff. I need to talk today. I need to talk to some people before we get uh uh this Jeff is Moody show on the road. Is 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 beatbreakradiofm.com. Y'all hit me up 678-386-5331. Text me if you want at that number. 678-386-5331. Follow me on Instagram, the Jeff is Moody show. Uh uh young Sean, keep that dealer going. Let me talk to him real quick. Let me talk to some people real quick and, and we're going to do this show today. All right? Let's switch the intro up a little bit for y'all. We're going to talk to him today a little bit. What up, everybody? How y'all doing? Y'all good? Sean Garvey, what up? What up? DJ Roland, what up? What up? Mario Watts. Random Select Podcast, what up? Every show on Beat Break 87 FM, what up? What up, fam? What up, Miss Moody? What up, Tanya P? What up? DJ Natural, what up? Follow her on Instagram at DJ Natural. Natural with an E. Let me talk to some people. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. Let me talk to some people real quick. Before I get a rundown for today's show, I want to talk to some of these quote-unquote holier-than-thou, high sedity ass black intellectuals and woke motherfuckers. I want to talk to some of y'all real quick. Because, see, it was brought to my attention that my name was mentioned for a particular opportunity in this industry because of my passion, my personality, my talent, my creativity, and the fact that I go hard. Nope, it's not me ringing the bell on myself. Those are words from other people. Those are words from the people that, that want to see how people felt about that. The funny thing is, there were a few folks who seemed to think I shouldn't be the one to step into that spot because my content wasn't deep enough or intellectual enough to represent the people and the black intellectuals. Now, I'm about to get in y'all ass, but I'm going to be nice about it. Let me say this real quick because I got a show to do and I've already spoke to those of you personally that has some commentary all your stories switched up because you motherfuckers are liars we're gonna talk about that real quick young sean keep that dealer going keep that dealer going young sean the one the kid what up fam y'all all right stevie lock atkins what up y'all good incel what up y'all good yeah we're gonna get to the show hold on let me talk to these niggas for a minute man see let me tell y'all something i'm not like y'all 
I'm talking. I'm talking to this group. Y'all know who the fuck I'm talking to. You black into the black the black gang. What y'all call yourself? I don't listen. I don't scheme behind backs and smiling faces. I don't thumb my nose at people who aren't like me in the sense of accomplishment or what I think accomplishment is. If I have a problem with you, I bring it to you. I'm a man. I do it live, I bring it to your face, we talk about it like grown-ups, we squash it, we get it out the way, or we don't squash it, and it is what it is. The fact that y'all little crew, that's what y'all are, the black excellence bunch, as you all put it. And the fact that all of you reject anybody that didn't graduate uh, 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 ejaculate cum laude from a HBCU, it has your perception of reality fucked up. So allow me to help you out with your perception of reality today. All right, black excellence. Let's talk to black excellence for a minute. You see, I watched y'all over the last couple of weeks as y'all treat people who y'all deem less than you like trash. As if your black ass is a better human being than the waiter that some of you talked down to at that luncheon we were at. Y'all remember that? Remember talking to that man crazy until I start checking motherfuckers at the table? Or the comment one of you made about men and women who don't make 100K not even being able to get in your circle? You remember that? Let's talk about your circle then. See, there's enough weed, makeup, fake nails, fake attitude, bad attitude in your circle to fill a circus tent. The only reason I came up with circus tent is you motherfuckers are clowns. Let's talk about the men in your circle. Not all, with one exception. Marcus, you ain't got no, you out of this. Don't worry about that, fam. You good money, baby boy. Love for you, ring the bell. You ain't like the rest of them motherfuckers, B. I'ma shout you out because you good people. But them other dudes, them sambos, who would walk by a person in need because they don't want to get involved with, in their words, with those who would be out here stranded like that because they didn't prepare for life, they would walk right by them? Isn't that what the fuck boy said? These are men who wouldn't pull over to help a woman change a flat because they don't want to scuff up their penny loafers and plenty, uh, what's that, the little pleated slacks bitch asses the reason i went off on y'all and the reason i'm sharing this with my audience is to issue to you a challenge see i have a belief that when it comes to this talk thing or this writing thing or any form of creativity in this industry i have a belief that i will bust your ass and i'm inviting you to come on whenever you like and test my theory out you can come on my show. I can come on your show. We can record wherever you want to record. I come I come to your home team for Dolo. So those opposed to me in the room said the, the reason they think this way is because I curse too much. I, that's all they can come up with. And that's why you got laughed at as I understand it. But But I have a question, Black Excellence. Didn't I hear all of you cursing your asses off as well? I, I never thought there's a group of people that curse more than me. There's a lot of cursing. Didn't one of you say that you listened almost exclusively to Kevin Hart's serious radio comedy channel every chance you get? So your problem is not cursing. Your problem is my cursing. See, your problem is Jeff. Hey, fellas, it, 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 am I mistaken? Or did I sit with you while you all gossip like women and you ogled every piece of ass that walked by as if you've never seen a piece of vagina before? Am I wrong, guys? Tell me when I'm lying here. Were you clowns offended when I tuned y'all out the way I did and I got on my phone? So what's the science? Here's your science. Stop me when I'm lying here. Come on, invite me on. Let's do a conference call. Tell me to my face I'm lying. Let's do this. Are these your words? Hey, Moody, we keep it real too. But for what we do, we give these people what they want to hear. Shit. 
I'll be Jill Christian if they need me to. Then I could get right back to my bullshit. Key, 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 key. Because you got that little key, key, key laugh. Key, 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 key. Wasn't that you? Am I lying? See, what you all are is a bunch of frauds. And there's too many of you in the game. And I goes about my business in this game. But smoke is my specialty. And when you want smoke or when you come for king, you got to be ready for that. So now I'm on my shit. So you can sit on your shows and in your studios or wherever you at. And amongst the people, you can present that false image of righteous intellect who fly with angels and walk with God when the truth is you're educated hood rats, well-spoken frauds, and bitch-ass niggas. Oh, we already had this conversation. Let's share it, though. Ain't that what y'all said? Let's share it. Y'all want to talk about infidelity, fellas? That con- No, 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 not that. No, right? No. How about let's talk about the way that you feel about your consumers? Because I love my listening audience. Y'all want to talk about that? No? Not in public? No. Oh, black excellence. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's that private shit, right? When the self-righteous mask comes off and the real you comes out. Okay, I get it. So here's the thing about education. If you don't, this is my opinion. If you don't utilize your education to help others, it doesn't matter. That's how I see it. The thing about status is if you don't use it to serve other people other than yourself, you ain't shit. That's how I see it. I give my audience all of me. It's the real me. The Jeff you hear is the Jeff that my people know. It's the one they love. It's the one they vouch for. I'm more than a curse word. I'm motivation. I'm inspiration. I'm comedy relief. I'm brutal honesty and authenticity in this bullshit-ass world and industry that takes pride in being fraudulent. I'm a gentleman. I care. I give. I volunteer. I'm in the streets. I'm making a difference. Not one of you frauds can say the same. So the reason I went off on y'all is because I don't fuck with y'all. And by the way, I'm still working with the person you all are trying to work with. That's the difference between us. So an intellectual black person is a gift. There's no black envy. There's no intellectual envy here. I support that. An intellectual person of any color is a gift. And although I'm not a college-educated person, I am definitely pro-education. But for you Negroes who grew up, group up, you group up, you look down at everybody else, you, you're not understanding that everybody deserves love and respect because the man that live on the street needs to know he can make it. The high school dropout needs to know they can get back in school and make it. The young lady out here making a bunch of babies and living rat life, hood rat life, need to know she can reverse it and make it. There is nobody beneath you. Somebody needs to know that tomorrow can be better. See, we can all be useful in advancing people from the little guy to the big guy, the undereducated to the overeducated. The garbage man can inspire just like the doctor. Yeah, I'm going to go over a little bit. It's the only segment I'm going over. Sean Garvey is the only one I'm going over. Young Sean, keep playing that dealer. But we don't have any more time for you coons and you frauds. And you think your debt to life stopped when you got some damn degree of salary. We don't need you if you ain't about the people. And, 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 you, and I'm going to get rid of you if you ain't about the people. If you fucking with me. You clowns are fraudulent. That's why nobody outside your circle fills you. So next time you sit with a Jeff and you see people are drawn. And you get mad because you think you have more accolades. Just understand that real recognize real. And you may be educated, but you're still a dummy. And everybody can see right through you. That goes for all y'all. You know who you are. And we could go when you want to go. Curse free, curse out, do whatever you want to do. Now I'm going to go do my show because my show is hot. 
And people from the garbage man to the doctor listens to it. Masters agrees, uh, listen to it. GDs listen to it. Let's link up again, because I want to look everybody in the eye after you hear this one. Because me no joke. Me no joke. And you'll learn. <laughs> Here's what we have for y'all today on the Jeff is Moody Show. Family, Jim News is in full effect today. I'm going to talk about the crabs that are mad at billionaire Robert Smith for paying off Morehouse graduate student loans. No, seriously. Some people are mad about that. We got some great dumb shit news for you. I'm in hot water with Drake fanatics for calling uh, Drake a pro sport athlete uh, dick rider. Queen Anika sent me a story about a gay rat cartoon character called Mr. Ratburn, uh, who was supposed to have a gay wedding on TV or something. All All right. Queen Tanya P sent me a story about a commercial where father's teaching his transsexual son how to shave. I'm going to talk about that. I got that FB post of the week for you. I may have two of them. Uh, what else we got for y'all today? Oh, yo, we got the world's most trifling people for you today. Last week's winner, the scumbag who infected his wife and newborn child with herpes. He's going to face three tough contestants who really don't deserve to live, you know, in my opinion. Not that I'm looking down on them because I'm a black intellectual, just because they're despicable people. We got dumb things women and men do in dating and marriage. We got Just Ask Jeff. Is, man, we got, uh, we got some shit today. I might do two Just Ask Jeffs. And of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of the show until I give you all that what? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck. Because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to ask you just to think about some things. Hopefully, this message is going to reach somebody. Of course, we have another great throwback classic podcast from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. You guys love the throwbacks. Google Mr. Moody's Neighborhood and check out the archives if you like. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts and put in Next Door Neighbor Radio. You can check the podcast out. Family, there is much more than just talk. On my podcast. There's some great music shows on my podcast. So just go check me out if you get a chance. Um, What we have after that? It's, whoa. Then after that, y'all already know from 5 o'clock to 6 p.m. We have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. So family, um, I needed y'all to know. I wanted you to hear because, see, I'm not playing. See, I've been around for a minute. No, you no, no, no. You might not have heard of me. Yeah, shut. Hey, Sean Garvey, I'm all, I'm five minutes. This is the only fifteen. Sean, I got five and nothing but tens after this. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. I'm Sean. It's the only one. Architect. It's the only one. Exponses advertisers. It's the only one. Yo, fam, let me tell y'all something right now, man. I love black excellence. I love intellectuals. I love progression. I love college graduates. I love educated, well-versed people. But not when you're looking down on other people. No, 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 brother. Not when people don't deserve to be looked down on. Some people just despicable. That's why I do uh, 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 the freaking most trifling people in the world. But some people just need a hand. Some people need somebody to pull them up. And who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, I serviced y'all one time. Y'all gonna get serviced again. Y'all know how I play. (laughs) Yeah, they know about me. Y'all might not, but they know about me. All right, family, so listen. It's a packed show as usual. So get ready for this four-hour flight because the verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, BeatBreak87FM, and we will be right back.
You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Beat Break 87 FM. Family, it's time for a little bit of Moody motivation. Today, I want to ask you a simple question. Well, I want to make a simple request. I just want you to think about it. Here's something to think about. Think about if you change your negative attitude to positive this week and the week after and the week after. Think about how much more fulfilling life can be if you start to see that that glass is actually half full and your mission is to fill it up without the thought process that it is half empty. Just think about that. What if you told yourself that I can instead of I can't? How much more progress would you make believing in yourself instead of doubting yourself? Think about that. Can you think about that? Think about loving again. Because you know, um, it's not that you have to go through life in a relationship and married and date. No, it's not that. But you don't want to go through life that way because of bitterness or anger or fear of love, right? If you go through life single and happy, that's a beautiful thing. But you don't want to do that because of baggage and luggage, right? Believe it or not, love doesn't always have to hurt. Sometimes we refuse to let go of pain. So what we end up doing, we carry old pain into new relationships. Think about dropping that luggage, family. Think about it. Think about continuing your education. I think about it all the time. You know, thinking is one thing and reacting is is another So I guess I not only want you to think, I want you to react and act and be more than impulsive, be definite. Think about friends that you've fallen out of touch with and and maybe it's important to get back in touch and just make sure everything is all right. You know, one of my bro bros, uh, Trill Withers, um, he's a rap artist known as Note. He always says, um, show niggas love before they die. Y'all know? Because we say don't wait till people are dead to, to bring them flowers and all that stuff. Think about getting back in touch with people. Think about think about making your mother proud if she's alive or if she's passed or your father. Think about the legacy they left. Think about continuing that. Think about fitness. Think about how much better you would feel if you dropped off five pounds, 10 pounds, you know, whatever you want to drop off. I know it's work. I know it's hard, but think about it and realize that you're not that far off of your goals. It's just that you haven't started. The power of the mind. 
You know, I, I've heard all these theories about how much of the human brain we use, and, and people give you all these different percentages. I heard that we use 25% of the human brain. I don't know which what's accurate. But just imagine if we use half or 75% or 100%. You know, I've always been of the belief if we used 100% of our brain, that we can levitate objects in the air. I truly believe that. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to access 100% of mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But family, today, think about it. Think about positivity over negativity. Think about love over hate. Think about progression over regression. Think about it. It's in you. You have the ability to do so. You're great. You're phenomenal. <laughs> You're outstanding. But a lot of times what's holding us back is simply us. So family, please, today, I ask you, simply, just think about it. Moody motivation, y'all. We'll be right back with Just Ask Jeff. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back, family. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. Family, think about it. You could be great. Greatness is all up inside of you. It's all around you. You are a part of greatness. Greatness is within you. Just think about it. Just something to think about. Family, it's time for some Just Ask Jeff. I don't know if y'all can hear the damn bell today. You know, I started this bell shit a decade ago. <laughs> and uh, it, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't had the same bell for 10 years. But I'm just saying that they just don't make bells like they used to make them. I miss the original bell. Let's do this Just Ask Jeff. This is awesome right here. This is Just Ask Jeff, the multiple choice edition by Queen Callie Born D. Ring the bell for Callie Born D. <laughs> If Cousin Ed is listening to this show and Naturell is listening to this show, they'll crack it up when they heard Cali Born D. Cali Born is one of the most ride-or-die listeners I've ever had from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood Podcast. And that's saying something because I, I, I have had and still have quite a few people of royalty who have supported and still support the podcast over the years, even though I've been off from podcasting almost like three years now. And some of those guys are now starting to file over into the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break 87 FM. You know, you've heard about some of them like Peaches D, Rude Boy N, uh, um, M, uh, Stevie Locke Atkins, my big bro E. Parker, Corey Black. You know, like that. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I've been blessed to actually have a bunch of fam that did their part to see me achieve my goals and I may not say their names today but y'all got I might not say all of their names today but y'all got to know I love y'all to death and one of them is the beautiful Cali Born D out of the West Coast California what up fellas um fellas this woman is so fine <laughs> yo I mean <laughs> yo she's sis but she fine as fuck and uh she's really humble and she's a sports junkie, and she's in shape, and she's a freakazoid, and she's a tomboy. I mean, you know, fella, she's a catch, all right? Callie, I don't know who you're messing with now, so you, you know, I know you will let me know now that we back in touch heavy like that. All right, so I know, Kings, half of you have ejaculated on yourselves already, I know. But she's all that, and she's my homie for life. 
So Callie sends me a Just Ask Jeff in multiple choice form, which I've never done before. So she says, what up, big homie? I've been listening but hadn't reached out to contribute to the show because I was just completely absorbed with your new product. Moody the God hasn't lost a step. Huh. Um, I'm proud of you, and I'm not saying much more to your bitch ass because you went about three months without even checking on your rider. What's up with that, Jeffrey? LOL, just fucking with you. I know you were busy. Anyway, I remember one of my favorite podcasts that you did back in the day was a multiple choice bit. It was hilarious because you, Cousin Ed, and my sis, Naturel, were drunk as hell and completely off the chain. I wanted to bring that to your new show. So I have some questions that I hope pass your stringent ass quality inspection i asked a question you answer and tell me why tell me if this works talk soon one love and and love always d yo love you sis man for real man speaking of california speaking of little sisters casey lamey what up little mama oh, gosh i know some queens and kings man so anyway y'all let's do this just ask jeff let's do this multiple choice thing so number one martin the Jamie Foxx show or living single and why I'm going to go with Martin because I've never all, all due respect to Jamie Foxx. I've never been really into the Jamie Foxx show and living single was cool. But Martin, I mean, Martin just wrecked those two shows. Martin was the Martin had too many dope characters. And Martin, to me, Martin was just a better show. All right. So number two, Martin, the Jamie Foxx show living single or the Dave Chappelle show. Yo. That's hard. That's hard. Um, I'm going to stick with Martin. As much as half of me wants to go Chappelle, I'm going to stick with Martin on that. I'm going to stay with Martin. It's just that, Mar- yo, I mean, Mar- Martin really was the, I mean, it was just such an awesome show. And people missed the point. It was this brother madly in love with his wife loyal not a drunk not a weed head a, 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 a entrepreneurial kind of independent hustler always going for his dream kind of guy like, there was a like nice theme underneath martin with long-term friends ride or die friends I'm, and dave Chappelle taking nothing away because if martin wasn't on this list it'd be dave Chappelle all day i'm gonna go with martin on that okay number three chicken fish or pork chicken easily I love fried whiting fish and I love salmon. I love uh, crab legs and shrimp and lobster. But you can do a lot with chicken. You bake chicken, grilled chicken, fried chicken. Don't eat too much of that fried stuff. Barbecue it, saute. I mean, I'm gonna go with ch- I'm gonna go with chicken. Yo, this is something I should have did with Mrs. Moody or somebody. We're gonna do this again though. Number four: dark skin, brown skin, light skin, or white. <laughs> uh, fucking Callie's trying to get my show shut down. Um, Callie, all those complexions are beautiful, including white. Um, my personal preference, I'm going to go with brown skin. I'm going to go with brown skin. I mean, what's dark, like, because an ebony woman, a dark woman is, is gorgeous. If you're pretty, your skin complexion just makes you pretty. If you're not very attractive, I don't think it matters what your skin complexion is. But I'm going to go with brown skin. How about y'all out there? Now, y'all hit me up, 678-386-5331 with this, okay? I'm going to try to run it all back if I have time so y'all can hit me up. Number five, sexual positions. Cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, missionary, or doggy style shit. 
Doggy style, Callie. Get the fuck out of here. Doggy style. Tuh. Enough said. Number six. Wig perm or natural? Natural. Be- because you're you're beautiful as is, ladies. Yeah, I'm not knocking your wig. I'm also not knocking your perm. Um, that's just what some people like. Some women have medical conditions where they have to wear that stuff. Um, some women have insecurities and they don't need to have them. And you hope that they build up their insecurities. I've known a lot of women that have been wig heavy and weave heavy. And they, they went over to that natural thing, y'all. And they never came back. They never came back. I say natural. I like everything natural. Body natural face natural lips natural eyes natural you are beautiful as is i'm going with natural on that number seven places to live new york georgia or california okay i know y'all won't believe this because i'm the brooklyn kid but i'm gonna stick with georgia you get more for less it's a better quality of life california is a beautiful place but why go to California and spend your life savings for one month of rent if you don't have to? California is the best place to visit for me. And I'm a New Yorker. I've been in New York all my life. I'm born and bred in New York. But I wouldn't move back to New York if y'all motherfuckers paid me money. Number eight, the NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors or Toronto? Uh, Callie, I'm going to say, I, you know, I think Toronto actually is going to win the Finals but I'm a root for Golden State, and I see you put here, motherfucker, you better say GSW. Are <laughs> you going to ask me a question and then tell me how to answer it? Um, yo, I kind of want to see Golden State get this dynasty thing going, but I think Toronto's going to take it. I'm going to say Golden State. I'm going to say Golden State. Number nine, having a baby, gender preference, boy, girl, or dude gender twins. So a boy or a girl, or do you want twins? One's a boy and one's a girl. Uh, I have a daughter. We have one child. And I thought all my life that I could not live without a boy. I was like, if I have a daughter, I'm going to die. And after 16 years of having a daughter, my choice would be daughter. I would not change. I would not change having a daughter for anything in the world. The twins sound kind of enticing. You know, I might have wanted to have twins so I could have had my boy and my girl and got it all out the way and not have to forget their little ass birthdays and all that stuff. But um, I can't can't imagine anything but my daughter. So I'm just, I'm going to say girl. And every man wants a boy to carry that legacy on. But I'm going to say girl. I I can't imagine it without my daughter. Callie Born D, that was outstanding. I'm going to make a habit of this. Thank you so much. I will be in touch. Ladies and gentlemen, that was just Ask Jeff. The, the um, uh, what is that? The freaking um, multiple choice edition. Yo, right here on Jeff is Moody. How'd y'all like that? Hit me up. 678-386-5331. We will be right back. It's Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. What up, fam? We're back. We are back, man. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hey, don't forget, go into your smartphone, go into the app store, get that Beat Break 87 FM app. I think I heard there's a couple of glitches going on with it right now. That's always being improved. Just get the app, 
Uh, we can go wherever you go. You can check us out. But you can do the same. Just come into BeatBreakRadioFM.com, all right? Family, it's time for some gym news here. Ring the bell for gym news. I want to talk about Robert Smith, man. Now, so, um, Robert Smith, you you know, the, the, the black billionaire who paid off the Morehouse graduate student loans. You know, when, when when someone does something like that, in my mind, it's very hard to find a flaw with that or something to complain about with that. But like in the world that we live in, uh, uh, I think people can come up with complaints for anything. Now, you guys know Robert Smith pledged to pay off Morehouse graduate student loans. This goes on to say, is it is this fair to families who save? Now, this is this is an article by a young lady named Michelle Singletary for The Washington Post. And um, this is really interesting. So I I really would like you guys to listen. Okay, she goes on to say there's a common complaint I hear from parents who have sacrificed and saved for their children to attend college debt free. They bemoan the fact that other students get need based aid when it appears from the outside looking in that their parents could have spent less and save more. The penny pension parents wonder where's their reward for driving their cars until the vehicles have to be pushed off the road. What do they get for foregoing expensive vacations so that they could put money in a 529 college savings plan, thereby eliminating or greatly reducing the need for them or their children to take out student loans? Now, just to let you guys know, Michelle is not the one bitching and moaning. She just wrote a good article. Okay, I think y'all need to know that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The parents argue that they didn't try to keep up with the Joneses, yet they complain the Joneses' children get financial assistance for college, whereas the free application for federal student aid, FAFSA, indicates that their children don't qualify for work study grants or scholarship. They asked me, was my labor in vain? I wasn't there, but given my experience, I can imagine what some parents at the recent Morehouse College commencement in Atlanta might have been thinking when billionaire Robert F. Smith said his family would create a grant to pay off all the student loans for the 2019 graduates of the all-male, historically black college. Those not on the receiving end of this amazing gift might have contemplated, even just for a second, what about us? What do we get for doing the right thing and saving for our kids to go to college debt-free? The Robert F. Smith Morehouse gift has resonated with me and not in a completely positive way, a reader from Virginia wrote. Of course, I'm happy for the students and I am very appreciative of a rich person who contributes from his success to others. However, my immediate thought was, what about the classmates who struggled and sacrificed to pay the cost of their education without going into debt? There must be many, many feeling left out, unlucky or even resentful. I feel conflicted without being smart enough to guarantee some better conclusion. But I think in his place, I would have... Turned the general contribution into a permanent scholarship fund. Here we go telling people what to do with their money. So several other uh, readers echoed this same sentiment. There are others who racked up debt with no idea of how they could minimize it or how they would pay for it, how they would pay it off, 
and are being rewarded for irresponsible financial behavior. Did y'all hear that? Let me read that again. There are others who racked up debt with no idea of how they could minimize it or how they would pay it off and are being rewarded for irresponsible financial behavior, one reader wrote. Although the response to Smith's generosity has been overwhelmingly positive, there are those who wonder, too, about the families that didn't borrow heavily or at all. In a way, it's a slap in the face to the people who had work, study, multiple scholarships, or whose family took the burden of paying the tuition without loans, one person wrote. It makes their efforts look like they were in vain. If only they had taken loans, and those took way more loans than they should have are getting off while those who only took the bare minimum loans are getting less i know y'all think this sounds crazy it sounds insane to me sorry if i'm not jumping for joy over this what they call a stunt another reader wrote pity the poor putts who save for the college expenses and gets nothing loser in response to this last comment one reader wrote that's a choice they took and their gamble did not pay off but at least they can say they did it themselves. Or do you want Mr. Smith to reimburse these students the money they paid? I did get a laugh from this observation. Raise your hand if you think the class of 2020 is going to vote to invite him back as the commencement speaker. Three days after Smith's uh, uh, mag magnanimous uh, gift, cancel my debt was trending on Twitter. People were responding to presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren a call for cancellation of borrower students' loans, while others were commenting on Smith's gift announcement. Most of the tweets and comments about Robert Smith and his generosity were positive, but of course, you always have a few losers, especially on social media, y'all, especially on Twitter. Twitter is really home of a lot of losers. So I want y'all to check these tweets out from a few of the smucks. Eric's Truth says, uh, hashtag cancel my debt is not a thing. You created it. You dig yourself out of it. It's called responsibility. No one else should ever have to pay for your mistakes. If you guys are wondering why I'm jumbling some words, it's because my uh, phone keeps flickering around. So uh, uh, bear, bear with me right here. Another dickhead tweeted. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the titles of smuck and dickhead. That's, that's me. That's Jeff right there, okay? Another dickhead tweeted. This is Jeremiah Jericho, uh, J underscore J Jammer on um, Twitter, of course. Uh, how about you don't get into debt to begin with? No one forced you to get student loans. It is not a requirement to get a good job, FYI. Also, take responsibility for your choices. <laughs> Yo, these people are really mad that a benevolent man came. Now, that's not the screen that I didn't say benevolent. Why can't I say benevolent? Benevolent, 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 benevolent. That, that's, they're actually mad. That this man showed this massive display, display of philanthropy. They're actually pissed off with that. Yo, let, let, me, let me read this again from Jeremiah Jericho. Dickhead. Um, How about you don't get into debt to begin with? 
No one forced you to get student loans. It is not a requirement to get a good job, FYI. Also take responsibility for your choices. So the writer of this article goes on to say, I'm happy for the hundreds of Morehouse graduates who received a gift that will free them from decades of servicing their debt. There were 396 graduates in the 2019 class and most probably had some loans. Smith saw an immediate need and acted in in a great way. He had been told that a lot of students don't finish getting their degree at Morehouse because of the cost. Morehouse is an expensive school. Tuition, room and board and other costs run costs about $48,000 per year. Now, when we come back, I want to I want to finish her article and I want to tell you that that I if I human beings don't shock me. Human beings don't surprise me. You know, as good as we can be is not surprising and as pathetic as we can be is not surprising. I got to give you my take on people so concerned about what a man is doing with his hard-earned money. So we're going to we're going to finish reading this and then you know, I want to talk about how they they threw Oprah into this. I read somewhere where Oprah was thrown into this about paying for people's education. So let's come back and we're going we're going to finish this uh we're going to finish this up. I really need to know how you guys feel about that. This is Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We will be right back. Benevolent. 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 You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On BeatBreak87. Family, we're back on the Jeff is Moody show. And I got to tell y'all really quick. If you talk a lot. Or, it, you know, if you record a lot or if you're like some kind of talk personality or even a teacher, like anybody that talks a lot, an instructor, a teacher, you go through these moments where you get tongue tied. I'm having a tongue tied day today. Well, it just started <laughs> on the last segment. So I've spent the whole break going benevolent philanthropy, benevolent philanthropy, benevolent philanthropy. And I'm still fucking it up. You could be the most articulate bastard in the world. And then one day it just hits you. So here's the secret for all you newbies, right? This is all mental. So when you start tripping over your own tongue like I'm doing, just keep going. Don't think about it too heavy because then you're going to you're going to you're going to really fuck up. So let's see how I make it through this, all right? Let's see how we do this. I want to continue this uh this article we were talking about. So um the, the young lady wrote, uh, remember, guys, we're talking about, um, hold on, and my pad is tripping. We're talking about Robert Smith's uh, pledge to pay off the Morehouse, you know, the Morehouse debt for these students for this class of 2019. And it was it's just amazing to see so many people have a problem with that. But um, this author, she wrote a great article. This writer, she says, throughout my years writing about the cost of college, I've heard from a lot of parents who feel duped when they're saving results in, in a reduction of the financial aid their children receive. During one of my weekly online chats, I received the following question. Am I bitter? This is the question. Am I bitter to think that because I have always lived within my means saved, saved, saved for retirement and save a little for my kids' college. I will get no financial help to pay for college while my friends who have the big houses, new cars, travel and a mountain of debt will get the help. 
It's not that I think someone else should pay for my kid's education, but why does it seem like the responsible people don't get the help while the irresponsible people do? I don't know how they're... So she goes on to say the students at the Morehouse graduation had no idea their loans would be paid off. And many were probably worried about how they would handle their debt load. All day, every day, I would opt for a worry-free financial life, which is why my husband and I have no regrets saving enough to send all three of our children to in-state colleges with no debt. When you save or save as much as you can, you reduce the need to borrow, and this means less financial stress. Now, I'm going to, she wrote a great, she wrote a great article, but I think this is really, once again, this is this is the result of just humans with the ability to get on social media who, first of all, if 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 this man does not pay the debt for these the, the class of 2019, wouldn't you still have to worry about what the fuck are you worried about somebody else for? So if, if, if you're at a restaurant and somebody goes, oh, I, 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 let me pick up that drink or whatever. Do you go, hey, why are you not? Why are you not picking up my drink? Uh, why why aren't you picking up my drink? Are you one of them motherfuckers that when you're on a train and somebody gets up to offer somebody a seat, why didn't you offer me a seat? Why can't I get a seat? You ever been sitting at the bar and somebody is giving the bartender a lot of business and he gives them a drink on the house? Oh, 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 oh why can't I get a drink on the house? Why can't? Why the fuck are you guys so worried about other people? You have to pay your debt regardless of whether he pays their debt or not. And they tried to drag Oprah into this. They were like, well, you know, Oprah needs, when is Oprah going to do the same thing? Why are you guys always more worried about other people's money than your own? Yo, big up to that man for paying the debt. Big up to those kids for not having a debt. And fuck you guys that are mad that someone looked out. Yo, he made a pledge. That's his money. You didn't work for it. That's why he's a billionaire and you're a hundreder. <laughs> Is that a word? You're a hundreder. Moving right along, here's a great story to follow that up. So inspired by billionaire, by, by the billionaire... A barber. See how everybody can get involved? Inspired by what this man did at uh, Morehouse. A barber raises money to pay debts of 14 high school students. Now, this goes on to say, while she may not make the cover of Forbes, a North Carolina barbershop owner wanted to do her part to relieve the debts of students in her community after hearing a rousing commencement speech from a billionaire. When Season Bennett heard that investor Robert F. Smith had pledged to pay off debts of 400 students graduated from Morehouse to the tune of $40 million, she immediately understood how much of an impact the charitable act was going to have on these young people with dreams of changing the world. She says, I thought, wow, this is just such a powerful thing for anybody. Bennett, who owns uh, Headlines Barbershop in Charlotte, big up to y'all guys, told CBS affiliate WBTV, so many students go into so much debt just trying to get an education. It just seems like that's just the basic in our culture. You need to get at least your high school diploma. Inspired by Smith's generosity, 
Bennett contacted East Mecklenburg High School and inquired about the debts of any seniors that could keep them from graduating. That's when she found out that 14 students owed money to the school and were not going to receive their diploma until it was paid in full in accordance with the district's policy, the outlet said. We we called the school to find out if there were any graduating seniors that wouldn't be able to graduate because they owe fees. Um, She wrote that on the description of the GoFundMe page that she started. Um, That GoFundMe, y'all, pulled in $4,500. She says, we were told there were 14 seniors who couldn't walk at graduation or receive their diploma because they owe money. She said, we don't know these students and may never have a chance to meet them, but we know that everyone should be entitled to the high school diploma that they have earned. After posting the GoFundMe, Bennett helped to raise more than a thousand, but she got the added boost she needed when the daughter of a Carolina Panthers player, Thomas Davis, came across it. And uh, Thomas donated four thousand. So I think she raised more than forty five hundred. And that helped Bennett surpass the goals she needed to help the students pay off their debt. The rest will be going to an anti suicide program. She up. Uh, wow. You know what? Round of applause and ring the bell for this young lady. One girl fell to her knees and said, I have to call my mom. Bennett told WBTV of the student's reaction. She said her mom was working on getting a loan. While she may not have the cash flow of a billionaire, Bennett managed to use her talents to help a group of students who felt the pressure mounting just as they should be celebrating a milestone. I think about that quote, Bennett explained, by Martin Luther King Jr. when he says, you don't have to see the whole staircase, you just have to take the first step. My God, I love that woman. My God, give her a round of applause. Oh, if you're sitting someplace, salute this woman. See, folks, you don't have to do, you don't have to have a billion or a million. You can just do little things. Do you know that Jeff Bezos, do you know that the 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 what what is he the uh uh what is that guy, Jeff Bezos, y'all? He's the the uh Amazon guy, right? You know his wife got $36 billion in a divorce settlement. Well, do you know that his wife is donating half of her $36 billion to charity? Family. What? No, I didn't I didn't misread that. I'm not having stumbling but Oh, yeah, I know y'all been listening. Let's see how many more words Moody fuck up. No. No, Jeff's not fucking. Yeah, I am going to fuck up some more words, but not right now. Yo, if you have the heart if you have it in your soul to be good, you can do good. I remember, i tell y'all a quick story. When we first started the podcast, we were like two years in. And one of our listeners had an apartment fire and it just damaged her apartment. It damaged all her goods. And Cousin Ed and I, we got our listeners together and raised her an undisclosed amount of money. It wasn't a ton of it, but it was enough to replace some of the things she lost. Family, all you got to do is just get involved. Salute to all of these people. Yo, there is good here. There is good in the world, fam. This is a beautiful thing. This got me in my feelings. Ring the bell. Beautiful. Gosh, that's beautiful. Now I got to come back with some dumb shit news. <laughs> we'll be right back, family. It's the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Benevolent, benevolent. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. (laughs) Family, 
Hey, y'all, how y'all doing, man? How y'all enjoying the show so far? I hope you guys are having a ball. As usual, I'm having a blast being with the family. Look, once again, I want to salute all of those benevolent philanthropists. Ha ha! Yeah! Yeah! Because you, no, no, I know some of y'all. You were sitting there, you was like, yeah, he's going he's gonna to screw it up again. But I didn't. Yeah! I'm going to say it again. Ain't no guarantee I'm going to get it right, but here we go. I want to salute all of those benevolent philanthropists. God damn it, I'm crunch time. Yo, let me tell you, man, if, if, if I know you waiting for me to screw up, I won't do it. You got, when it, yo, when it come to talk radio, give me the ball with, with, with one second on the clock. I got it. Now I can go about uh, butchering uh, reading again. I just had to let y'all know that I know how to say benevolent philanthropist. Shit. Yeah, you might have forgot about it, but but I didn't. It was on my mind. Okay, I'm over it. So, so, so family, listen. Some Drake fans hate me. They're, they're, like, so a good amount of people listen to the Jeff is Movie Show. Um, it's not like a, a, a billion people. And I don't really have a lot of active uh, friends on, on social media or followers. But boy, I made a couple of comments about Drake's uh, dick riding. Excuse me. Penis riding. And th- th- people seem to have a problem because I called him a uh, penis saddler. Because I made a comment that, technically speaking, I'm not calling Drake uh, uh, Drake gay. I, I mean, because, you know, it wouldn't matter if he was. I'm not calling him gay. I'm just saying, if he ever wanted to do gay male porn, he could because he knows how to straddle and ride a penis. Ah, uh, yeah. It's that portion of the show where you're kind of like, will he be back after this break or will they yank him uh, uh, for this segment? Because I was going really good today, was I not? Would you guys not agree that that I didn't I didn't do any too soon, right? Too much too soon? I didn't do it until just now. Drake rides the meats. He rides the meats perhaps like no other entertainer we've ever seen. So I called him a penis saddler for having tattoos of of Kevin Durant and and, and um a Steph a Steph Curry. Yo, this guy has their jersey numbers tatted on his arm. Now listen, hey man, listen, I'm kind of strict with penis riding. I don't people hate when I say this, but I don't wear other men's names on my back. I've always thought that was like a girlfriend thing. I don't admire anyone enough to wear their names on my back, which is kind of like a contradiction because, I mean, I wear Nike and I wear Adidas and stuff like that. I guess you could say I still wear a brand, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't find a human and put their name on my back. I mean, hell, if a Mandela jersey came out, if a Farrakhan jersey came out, if an MLK jersey came out, Maybe I would put those on, but I just don't believe I have to wear your name on my back to show that I appreciate you. It's kind of like groupie-ish to me. But when you get some tattoos of, of people's jerseys on your arm, come on, y'all. Come on and stop being unfair to me. Come on and admit, that's a little bit of penis riding, man. 
Come on. Y'all guys not going to sit there seriously? Yo, Moody, why are you being so hard on Drake? You sound like a hater. I'm not, I'm not hating him. I'm stating an, an, an obvious fact. Yo, all of my guys out there, right? I want y'all to hit me up, 678-386-5331, and show me where you got an NBA's player jersey number tatted on your arm. And then you see all these pictures. Like when Drake takes pictures with athletes, he's a, he has the kind of hug that newlywed. He hugs these guys like newlyweds. Yo, my brother Marquis Cunningham from the In, uh, um, in the Paint, Sports show on Block Talk Radio. That this show is so amazing. I'm gonna be promoting him. He put up a bunch of pictures of Drake just newlywed hugging athletes. You can see some of the ballers was like, yo, somebody get this motherfucker off of me, B. He's that dude that players tolerate. Not like they want him around, they just tolerate him. So I got in a lot of trouble for that. I want to tell you guys, I apologize if you guys are mad that I call a dick rider a dick rider. Like, I'm sorry. All right, and and Toronto might very well win, and 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 then his penis riding won't be in vain. But if they lose, I mean, yo Drake, man, it, he's been a notorious rider. He rides those meats, so I wanted to apologize to you guys sincerely. Um, you know, I'm sorry he rides meats like that. Meat rider riding to a town near you. He's a meat rider, and you know he's coming through. Yeah, you know, you know how that dude said, "Hide your wife, hide your kids." When Drake come around, the NBA players be like, "Hide your penis, hide your balls." <laughs> Hide your penis, hide your balls. Okay, too much, too much, too much. This is a horrible segue, but I want to address it because it was sent in by one of my beautiful listeners. Um, The author character, Mr. Ratburn, I don't even know who that is, but I know what the author cartoon is. He He was supposed to have a gay wedding on the PBS Kids cartoon. I think I heard PBS didn't air the episode, but in season 22... Um, the premiere of the beloved PBS kids show Arthur, the character Mr. Ratburn has a gay wedding. The episode sparked conversation online with many applauding PBS for representing the gay community in the children's cartoon. PBS released a statement regarding the episode stating, PBS kids programs are designed to reflect the diversity of communities across the nation. We believe it is important to represent the wide array. Ah, I did it again. The wide array of adults in the lives of children who look to PBS kids every day. So the episode is supposed to start with Arthur and his friends thinking Mr. Ratburn is getting married to a lady named Patty. And they later find out it's, it's he's marrying a guy. And I think Queen Anika sent me that. And she wanted to know how I felt about it. I Listen. It's well known with me and because I'm cool with, with a lot of gay people and they know that I have genuine love for them, but I'm not a guy that fakes it. I don't, I don't, I can't say I don't get like gay lifestyle because I, gay lifestyle is when a guy likes a guy, a woman likes a woman. I understand that portion. I don't, I don't really co-sign it, but I don't hate gay people. I mean, my problem is. I do wonder why you would be trying to, because to me, that's forcing something. 
And not only gay lifestyle, I wonder why you would force heterosexual lifestyle on children. Like, do children need, need to see kissing and hugging and all that from adults on television? Like, they can't they just be kids and grow up and learn these things as they go along? So, Anika, I think I was Anika. I think. If I had that wrong, I'm sorry. But I don't so much have a problem with it. I just think that we we force these things on the kids. Meanwhile, motherfuckers a boycott if they have a black Spider-Man. Like, you know, uh, uh, Donald Trump, the racist, just blocked getting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. We can't stand people of color advancing or doing anything but we always ride for some gay stuff or some whatever whatever just my personal opinion whatever i mean if my kid was watching i'm not sure if i wouldn't turn the television off if she was of that age i gotta be honest with you i'm not here to lie to you if you don't like my opinion it's mine's you know six seven eight three eight six five three three one and the last bit of bullshit news Everybody is talking about the Gillette razor commercial where a dad is teaching his transsexual son how to shave if you have time. So I actually went and watched that because I was like, well, what the fuck is she shaving? Or, or, what is that? And I don't even know what it is now. Transsexual son means it's a girl that's a, identifying as a guy, right? But then when I look, yo, my man got some big ass hands in a, in a little goatee. So I guess he need to shave. And if he's transsexual and he got hair on his face, then he's going to shave. They, they, it seems as if they always get black men to push gay agenda, but I don't think that deeply. I don't put my effort into, I don't put my energy into hating them for it. So I really don't feel like it is what it is. If, 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 if the guy or girl or whatever the fuck didn't have hair on their face, I would think this shit was outrageous. But yo, my man had a goatee like I have. Yo, what is a transgender son? Is that a girl that identifies as a guy, right? I don't know if he's taking hormone pills or whatever, but that motherfucker had a goddamn shaft goatee, a super fly goatee and shit. <laughs> he needed to shave. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I said it. This is Jeff's Moody Show. I think I'm coming back with the world's most trifling people award. <laughs> if I make it back, I'll see y'all when I get back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Family, welcome back. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show, Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio, FM.com. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the world's most trifling people award. Oh, this is a fast gainer up over here. Family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every other week and sometimes weekly, I will read three examples of trifling human beings. I will choose a winner at the end. And that winner will go on to face the following week's trifling champ. At the end of the Jeff is Moody show season this year, I'm going to announce the grand winner. This week's contestants, and we do have some scumbags. They faced last week's scumbag, who is the man who infected his wife and newborn child with herpes from sleeping unprotected with strippers. He's last week's reigning champ. Let's get on with this week's 
contestants. Ladies and gentlemen, contestant number one, none other than really a guy who, who is really going to be a Hall of Famer, piece of shit, douchebag, trifling human being. That's President Donald J, the J's for jackass, Drump. Yeah, uh, his family's name is actually Drump, D-R-U-M-P-F, not Trump. I'm always going to call this douchebag Drump. And I must say this, I got to tell y'all, I don't mean to be melodramatic, but Donald isn't going to win this week, and I'm going to tell y'all why after I read his trifleness. My source for this, by the way, is NPR. All right. Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill, not during the Trump administration. Do you guys remember the plan design of the $20 bill that was going to include the first African-American woman to ever appear on U.S. currency? Well, don't expect to see Harriet Tubman on your 20 anytime soon. Ass kiss, brown nose, nut licking Trump cult member, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, confirmed, I, I think his name is Mnuchin, I really don't give a fuck how to pronounce his name. He confirmed on Wednesday what had been apparent for some time. The currency redesign pursued by his Obama administration predecessor, Jacob Lew, is not going to happen during the Trump administration. We already knew that, right? In testimony before the House Financial Services Committee, Mnuchin said U.S. currency is being redesigned, listen, but primarily for counterfeiting issues. Mnuchin said a new design for the $20 bill would not come out until 2028. The $10 bill and the $50 bill will come out with new features before that. Okay, now, in 2016, uh, um, Jacob Liu, he announced with great fanfare that Tubman, who was a freed slave who became a 19th century abolitionist, would replace Andrew Jackson, who was the seventh president as the face of the $20 bill. Now, now, the new designs were to be revealed next year, which is the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment to the Constitution, which granted women the right to vote. But President Trump derided the new currency as pure political correctness before being uh, elected. And, and he also suggested that Tubman be put on a rarely used $2 bill. You know, throw the Negro on the two. If we got to have us a nerger on, on a bill, we're going to put it on the two, goddammit. Might make a $3 bill. You know, everybody also knows Trump is a big nut rider of Andrew Jackson. He loves him some Andrew Jackson. He probably doesn't know anything about Andrew Jackson. He just knows the negative part, which for him is positive. So I want y'all to keep in mind something that they said, though. So the twenty, so the $20 bill is not coming out until 2028. See, the Trump administration made sure he would be nowhere near the White House when a black woman gets on a bill. We all know he's intimidated by strong women. We all know he's especially intimidated by strong black women. So we understand why Trump would drumpf, wouldn't want this. But I want y'all to keep in mind their bullshit. And this is why I say they let Trump get away with whatever he wants to do. The $20 bill is the most counterfeited bill in America. And the $100 bill is the most counterfeited bill in the world or abroad in the world. All right. If the $20 bill is the most counterfeited, why is that coming out last? Why is the security of the 20 not an issue? 
Why are you pushing it uh, um, um, after all these other bills that are not counterfeited at the rate that are 20 years? Well, it would be because you don't want to be president. You don't want to piss off your racist constituents. You don't want to be that guy that allowed a black woman that freed slaves. Oh, my God, that makes her horrible as is. No, Trump wasn't having that. And we knew that he wasn't having that. So let me tell you. This is just another example of how uh, blitheringly stupid Drump cult members are. But uh, Drump has some co-contestants with him. And his co-contestants for most trifling people, they're all the hate mongers who said they would never touch or spend a $20 bill if Harriet Tubman was on it. What do I tell y'all all the time? If you want me to stop talking about racism, stop doing racist shit. Contestant number two. A woman who lives in her fiance's house with her three kids from three different men has her side piece over the house while her fiance is at work. She gives the side piece a blowjob. She lets him ejaculate in her mouth. She gets up and uses her fiance's toothbrush to brush her teeth with her side piece's sperm still in her mouth. Y'all listening? After that, she brushed her side piece's pubic crotch hairs with the tooth, uh, toothbrush, rinsed it off, and puts it back in the bathroom. She does all of this while two of her three kids are home. Wait, I'm not done. Weeks later, the fiancé tells her he doesn't think they should get married and he wants to break up. She tells him out of anger about her affairs, and she tells him about the toothbrush. She then, listen, she then gets her side piece to punch her in the face and she calls 911 and gets her fiance falsely arrested for domestic violence. The fiance goes to jail and was forced to get an attorney until the, he was in some trouble until the police caught this hood gerbil bitch in a lie. And she ended up confessing that she set her fiance up because he didn't want to be with her anymore ladies and gentlemen that's contestant number two now i'm not gonna say nothing but somebody gonna win this shit y'all might already know who it is number three don't don't even count number 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 three okay no 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 let me let, let, let me let me not influence any thoughts no number three Bus driver accused of racism towards a mixed race student says he cannot be racist because his dog, his dog's fur is black. <laughs> a bus driver in the U.S. state of Utah who has been accused of racism has claimed that he cannot be racist because his dog is black. In a civil rights lawsuit, the mother of a 14-year-old mixed race boy has claimed that the bus driver in West Point targeted her son after dragging him for several feet after his backpack got caught in the bus doors, the front doors. The boy's mother, Brenda Mays, claimed that the bus driver deliberately, deliberately targeted the boy because of the color of his skin and that the driver is a racist. However, the driver has claimed that the incident was an accident and he couldn't see what had happened, front door, to the boy and would have stopped if he could, front door. He also disputed claims of alleged racism because of the color of his dog's fur. He said, I can't be a racist, not at all. Look at my dog. He's black as can be, but fuck this guy. Let me announce my winner. Ladies and gentlemen, you already knew. This week's winner for the world's most trifling people 
is the hood gerbil rat and hamster who brushed her teeth with her lover's sperm and brushed his crotch hairs and then set her boyfriend up for domestic abuse. She goes up against a man that gave his wife and newborn baby herpes. Well, here we go. Who's the winner? Ladies and gentlemen, this week's winner is a returning champ. It's the man that gave his wife and baby herpes. See, the whore... She just affected grown-ups. I don't I didn't read anything about any diseases. The man affected a child and his wife. He still wins. He'll go on next week to face the three contestants for the world's most trifling people award. It's the Jeffers Moody Show, and there are a lot of trifling motherfuckers out here. We'll be back. I think it's what stupid thing people do uh during dating and marriage. I'm not sure. We'll be back, y'all. Jeffers Moody, beat break, 87 FM. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Don't forget your free Beat Break 87 FM app. Family, we're all over the place. You can even catch us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn app, all that good stuff. Uh, Yep, they put me here two to six. It's for a very valid reason. Try to make that day chug along. Because it's been chugging. And I try to put some propane and and, and heat it up and get you through your day. So, family, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to continue to do this thing. And it means a lot to me when you guys reach out and let me know that it's true. Your day does go by when you're able to listen to something that you're enjoying and we're laughing. And we're being authentic and we're not perfect. We're imperfect, but we're having a good time together. I'm going to tell you all. That goddamn world's most trifling people. Isn't it amazing how easily we can find trifling stories from around the globe because humanity is that trifling? Just incredible. To me, that's an incredible segment. I'm I'm happy I came up with that because a lot of people may think that you're teasing misery, but it's not that. It's just that you want people to remember. Yo, this is not reality TV. This is real life. While we're clocking out, Motherfuckers are doing despicable things. Be aware. Be alert. Don't get caught sleeping, man. (sighs) Let's do the dumb things men and women do in dating and marriage, shall we? Moving right along. I want to thank you guys for um, supporting Beat Break 87 FM. It means a lot. Every single show on here is worthy of praise. And so it means the world. And I want to be the one to thank you guys. I know the other hosts do as well. Um, But thank you, guys. Let's go into this. Dumb things men and women do in dating and marriage. Getting pregnant by being irresponsible and then asking, are y'all keeping a baby? I've always thought this was the most insane shit. You know, anytime I see a pregnant couple, I don't even care if they're married. If you don't want to have a baby and you're a you're an adult, use some birth control. I mean, yeah, use it when you're a child. The reason I'm pointing out adults is because you don't have any re can't say you're immature, can't say you're naive. Why are you fucking raw if you don't want to get a disease or get pregnant? And it always amazes me because people will. Now, here's the biggest excuse I ever heard. And I'm 49 years old and I've gotten a ton of vagina and I've never had this happen to me. So I think it's bullshit when y'all say it. Oh, it was we was in the moment. 
We was in the moment and it just happened. Nah, nah, motherfucker. Herpes ain't just happening. AIDS ain't just happening. Chlamydia ain't just happening. Gonorrhea ain't just happening. Unwanted pregnancy ain't just happening. Put a fucking condom on. That's some of the dumbest shit that y'all... Oh, we was in the moment. It just, it just happened. Yeah, we 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 risked STDs and unwanted pregnancy. So you go raw, but you're you're not even smart enough to pull out and skeet all over the place. I'm a skeet specialist. I happen to like to pull out and, and wet the. Okay. All right. Uh, a little too much. Uh, pulling out though, you know. Splash! 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 I think that's I think that's some of the dumbest shit that you do. Dumb things men and women do in dating and marriage. What the fuck are you asking? Are you keeping the baby for? If you had any doubts, why didn't you put a condom on or take a birth control pill? That's stupid. And kill that in the moment shit. I'm 40 near. I bet y'all got more ass than, than most people. And they never had that excuse. Fuck out of here. All right. <clears throat> Here's one. Expecting sexual favor because you paid for a meal on the first date. Now, let me tell all my young ladies something, and this is important. This is for my young teens especially, because a lot of your parents let you listen to this show. Yes, folks, uh, uh, I'm black excellence, goddammit, because from from every every salary range, and, and yo, the music that the kids listen to is more harsh than my show is, and I'm giving you a dose of that reality shit. So yeah, it's 16-year-olds that check me, 17 years, they be sitting in the car with their parents. Damn right. They need to hear some of this shit. (laughs) I'm less abrasive than mumble rap. But let me tell my young lady something really quickly. Young ladies in this day and age, carry your own money on a date. Just carry. Have some money. If a young man takes you out. Have some money. Even on your little cute first date to the movies or McDonald's or wherever you kids go nowadays. I don't know where y'all go. Don't you ever think you owe a young man a sexual favor in exchange for a fucking meal? What's in between your legs is more valuable than currency, young lady. So it's more valuable than riding in a nice car for the evening. It's more valuable than being seen with the popular guy from your high school. And it's damn sure more valuable than a chicken burrito from Moe's. Ring the bell. Moses fake Mexican food anyway or a quarter pounder or all you can eat from Golden Corral or even steak and lobster. Your vagina is worth more than hot food on a plate. And young men, stop letting us irresponsible older men, us man children, stop listening to our old tales when we were young and dumb and stop letting us tell you that she owe you some pussy with a mill. You see, because we've refused to grow up, you're not going to grow up properly. All she owes you from a meal is a thank you. <laughs> to be honest. Fellas, most women know if they're going to sleep with you or not way earlier than they let on to and way earlier than your date. So for some women, it'll depend on stupid shit like buying them. If, if you bump into a woman where food is going to convince her to give you pussy, then knock yourself out. Because that's all she's worth. So knock yourself out. But don't think women are in debt to you over a fucking egg food young combo platter from uh, Chinese Garden and shit. She's not. We've, we've done such a horrible job with some of our kids. See, I'm honest enough to say it. That's the difference between me and some people. 
Yeah, you know what? Back in the day, I've met, I've done a show and made a joke about, yo, you know when you knew it was going to be on? If you put shrimp in the fried rice, which was true. Because back in the day when the young lady was coming over your house, by the way, it, she already knew she was going to sleep with you for the most part. Yo, but the, but the, but the Chinese food and four chicken wings, that, that was a way. I mean, I could say that sealed the deal, but I already knew I was going to get some tail. But if I wanted her to come back, put that shrimp in that fried rice, son. <laughs> Yo, it's just a different feel. It's a different meal when you got shrimp in the rice, man. Facts. <laughs> but I didn't do it to get I didn't do it to get coochie. I just did it to be extra fly. You know what I'm saying? Put that shrimp in the rice. My man Dave from Golden Bird on Nostrum between Beverly and Tilden. Yo, Dave. Dave already knew what time it was when I walked in there with a young lady. He goes, oh, it's Jeff. Hey, my friend. Ah, four wings, shrimp fried rice. Shorty be looking at me like, shrimp? I'm like, yeah, baby, shrimp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the fucking man child that I'm telling the guys to watch out for. <laughs> Yo, fellas. Come on, grow up. The young lady doesn't know you shit because she gave you a meal. She doesn't. She doesn't. Have a good time. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna meet a superior type of woman and you're going to have so much more fun as you're growing up not expecting certain things for little dumb shit like a meal. The last thing is, why do married couples lie to each other about their sex? Because why does any couple do it, but especially when you're married? Because if you're married, you're supposed to be having sex with one person for the rest of your life, right? And if they're not satisfying you, why would you lie to them and say that they are and then you remain sexually unfulfilled for the rest of your married life? Why not just tell the truth and fix it? Yo, married couples, like, if ladies, if your husband is not good in bed, tell him. And y'all work on it. Fellas, don't get mad when, I know for a fact, I've been with my wife 24 years, right? I know my wood used to be legendary. When I used to take a flight, me and my wood sat in separate seats. If I was an NBA player, Drake would have been on my wood. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, pause. That ain't sound right. Something about that didn't sound right, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Married couples, stop bullshitting each other. If your lady's horrible at giving head, tell her. Show her. Watch a porn movie. But when you lie to each other, you stay unfulfilled. I don't see how that makes sense to you. That's stupid. That's retarded. Drop your egos, make it your business to please your mate, and if you're not getting it done, find a way to get it done because there is a way to get it done. You got a tongue, you got fingers, you got a mouth. Size matters to these women that, that put dick size over personality, but even a little boat could, get, could travel a destination. That's all I'm saying. Your family, that was this week's version of Dumb Things People Do in Dating and Marriage. My name is Jeffers Moody. I'm kind of cooking right now. We'll be back. I just don't know what we're coming back with. I think it's post of the week. I'll see y'all in a second. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. <laughs> if, you've, if you've ever wondered why I continue to make it back after certain segments, I, I, I don't really have an answer for that. Um, one day you guys may tune in between two and six and it just may be elevator music for four hours or, or maybe another host. And you're going to say, what happened to Jeff is Moody? And, and Sean Garvey is not going to give you a long explanation. He's just going to go too much, too soon, too frequently. <laughs> and that's going to explain my disappearance. Until then, though. Until then, 
Let's do this FB post of the week, shall we? So this is something I found on the uh, FB post of the week. Okay, so does the actor Michael B. Jordan exclusively date white women or something? Because I'm not, I don't, I'm not versed on Michael B. Jordan like that. His life, because I don't be following people's lives. Uh, I can tell you that he's a good actor. So y'all, I don't know. So because Michael Jordan is Killmonger, correct? On the Black Panther, he's Killmonger, and he was, I know he was in the movie Creed. Really good actor. Um. Anyway, King David sent me a pic of Michael B. Jordan ass naked on the beach, the penis just, you know, hanging out, chilling, just ass naked, penis all out. And at first I was like, what the fuck is wrong with David? Like, why are you sending me uh, Killmonger? Like, why am I getting naked kill Killmonger? I mean, Killmonger was awesome in Black Panther. I don't necessarily want to see Killmonger naked on the beach. But then uh, David had a uh, comment attached to it, and it says, bitter black women strike again. Now, no, ladies, David is not a particular uh, black woman hater, but he does have an issue, like many of us do, with bitter black women. See, an opinionated black woman or any kind of woman is fine with me. Someone that calls men out on their bullshit is fine with me. Ladies, if you're calling us out on our bullshit and you're accurate, I got your back. I probably co-sign you. I don't really break man law, but the truth is the truth sometimes. But, but you know, you do see a lot of bitter chicks acting fucking stupid on social media. So it says bitter black women strike again. So I don't know what group he got this from, but the post shows Killmonger ass naked on the beach and says, check this out. I still don't know why a lot of black women got upset about his dating preference. We ain't losing a Mandingo warrior, sis. And then it says Freaky Friday, LOL. I don't know who that is because every black group you go in has Freaky Friday. Um, David, where'd you get that from? Tell me the group. You don't have to tell me the name of the person. I don't really say people's name unless their post is something I know they would like if they heard the show. Like, I don't want to put stuff on the show where people are like, damn, why you play me like that? So just tell me where you got it from, Dave. So before I get into to this thing, because I guess they was trying to shame his penis size or something. Yo, fellas, can I just say something to y'all real quick before I move on with this? I'll be honest with y'all really quick. I'm going to make a new rule. Fellas, I'm secure with my shit. But but I'm going to have to ask the fam not to send me naked man pics of motherfuckers from the Black Panther movie when you submit something to FB Post of the Week. I mean, King David, thank you. I appreciate the submittal. I, I didn't necessarily want to see Killmonger's dick. Penis. Sorry. My wife might have wanted to see it. I don't know if she saw it. I didn't. You know. So that's a new rule. Like, I don't I don't want to see the next man's meets when I get submittals for FB Post of the Week, all right? But now I want to see another man wood naked Panera blood clot beach, man. But now I want to see another man wood. Me now want to see the Black Panther naked. What a Ross I go on with you, my lord. 
Me now want to see Killmonger naked. Yo, that's, that's like half Jamaican, half English, half <laughs> Australian. <laughs> oh, my God. Who has more fun doing this shit than me? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Yo, me now want to see the Black Panther them. Me now want to see the naked Black Panther them. King David, where they rass are going with you. But now I want to see naked kill manga them. <laughs> hey, anyway, yo, look, fam. Hey, look, man. I, I don't know if the woman that posted this is bitter. Maybe she's just having fun. Maybe she's just being funny. You know, everything is not that serious, man. Like, she might just be playing. Who knows? But if she was if she was actually bitter, I wondered did she really think she was damaging my man by posting his meats online because and and I wonder if that's going to make the sisters not deal with Michael B. Joy. We know how some of y'all get. Some of y'all don't give a fuck who a man date. Y'all are who I call mature. The other ones, they go crazy. Yo, you think you think if he got little meats you think that's gonna make a like a black woman that's into Michael Jordan, Michael jo- Michael B. Jordan, not fuck him? See, that's what bitter gets you. Bitter, bitter messes with your with your brain, with your intelligence. So I don't know if she she could have very well just been playing around. That's not gonna make the sisters not bang him. And by the way, if she if she's really bitter about black men dating white women, all she did for white women is just make him ten times more uh, hot or ten times more attractive. That's see, that's why you can't walk around life being bitter because it usually just kicks you like you usually make an ass of yourself. I give y'all some. Um, let me see. Did, did I did I grab comments from this? Well, I, I can tell y'all this. The, the majority of comments on that were, I'm going to have to see that up close. That ain't small. He's limp. He's a grower. That's 10 inches right there. Another 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 sister said, man, that thing's about five inches limp. So if she was bitter, it backfired. I don't know. The way that, the way that it reads is like she might have just been joking around maybe she wanted to show her people i'm surprised that even stayed up on facebook that long uh for those of you that are interested go to facebook and i guess look at i don't know the group but it's michael b jordan at, at the thing with yo and by the way forget his meats why, why can't he date white women if he wants why are you in his business the reason I don't really give a fuck about that is because it's not really my business the color of who some guy I don't even know dates. I don't give a fuck. Yo, yo, sisters, y'all gotta cut that shit out. That shit is corny. Yo, kings, yo, let me ask y'all guys something. Y'all still mad when you see a black woman with a white man and she's genuinely happy? She's having a good time. She has she has love in her eyes that you you you're mad still. What what concern is it of yours? Why are you so into that? Like you, is that why you don't have a man? Is that why you don't have a, a woman, fellas? Is that why you angry nigger, Negroes are walking around hating black women? Because rather than finding your joy, you're in other people's shit? 
Huh? I'm just asking. I don't mean no harm. I'm just asking the question. Y'all be y'all be into other people's shit too much. Yo, no white woman or white man is taking your man. They they they're not cocking them over the head, putting them over there. They're not stealing the motherfucker. They're not pickpocketing your men. Men are going over there voluntarily. And if they're happy, salute them. If if you think a white woman can't take anything from a black woman, black women are, are the most desirable women on the planet. It just so happens you're also the most despised woman on the planet, which kind of counteracts that whole attractive thing. Everybody want to look like a black. Look, Kardashians billionaires damn near looking like trying to look like black girls. So get out of people business and y'all stop sending me meats. Send that shit to Drake, man. <laughs> Drake would love Michael B. Jordan's meats. <laughs> I got another FB post of the week coming up for y'all. Then I think I'm finally out of this bitch, man. It's the Jeffers Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com. I'll be right back, fam. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Hey, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show family on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, BeatBreak87FM app. Listen, man, the portion of the live flight, it, the plane is starting to descend. We're, we're coming down. We're getting you through the day. I mean, it's time for that classic podcast throwback. It's coming. It's right around the corner. And then, of course, we got the beautiful DJ Naturell. Popping up between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. with the ATL traffic mix. Before we do that, I appreciate my family. Tanya P., thank you again. Is this Tanya P. that sent this? FB post of the week. Another post. Uh, Have you guys all seen the FB clip of the mother twerking at her son's high school graduation? Have y'all seen that? The one with the yellow banana outfit on? Titties halfway falling out, banana colored out, banana colored shit. She had a she had a banana colored outfit and some sandals. She actually looked like she was about to get on a Labor Day float in Brooklyn to me, which is not a bad thing. But I don't know if that's a graduation thing. But whatever. Embarrassing the shit out of her child. The uh, security is trying to gently grab at her and get her silly ass to sit down. Have y'all seen that? You know, look, go on FB and search mom twerks at son's graduation. Well, a young man posted about it, and here's what he uh, said and asked. He says, as black, as black men, today's good women to choose from, I don't know what this means. As black men, today's good women to choose from for LTR. What is LTR, y'all? Can somebody tell me what LTR means? Uh, Today's good women to choose for for LTR. Oh, long-term relationship, I'm assuming. Okay. As black men, today's good women to choose from for long-term relationship is slim as a stick of gum. Do you believe this is black girl magic? from a desirable queen 
or what is known today as the average educated, non-educated ratchet thought. So if you haven't seen this video, uh, I don't really use the word thought because I don't really like using other people's slang that much. I also don't like using slang made up by children. Um, you know, when I when I was, uh, we were saying smoke. You want some smoke, like, as I remember it, in the 80s, I think. Giving you that work, servicing you. We've been saying shit like that. You know, Loaded Lux, the battle rapper, made uh, get that work popular. I'm not, not mad at anybody. And I don't know who made up smoke, but smoke ain't new, y'all. I mean, but thought. I think it's, I think it's Chief Keith that made up thought, and Chief Keith can't spell. So why would I be using the word? But for what you guys call thought, I yeah, I would say she's pretty thotty, right? Is that a word? Can I use that? Can I be creative? She thotty. Let me read you some comments about this. Uh, these are mostly from women. They should caption this: "How to embarrass your child." Another queen goes on to say, can you imagine how embarrassed her child must be if he has ambition? Sharon Peterson said, even if the child has none, nobody wants the world to believe their mother is or was a harlot. Another person goes on to say, I was just as happy when my son graduated, but twerk, I did not. Tears is what my son saw from me. I'm sure he's embarrassed by her actions. Some people don't know any better, so I'm not trying to judge her either. I thought that was fair. I thought that was fair. She, I mean, she's kinder than I would have been, but I, but I thought that was fair. I think that's the fairest comment I have on here. Um, another person says, twerk at home, but this is so embarrassing. She really thought she was at the effing club. Not okay. Think of your kid. Uh... If I'm not mistaken, I think the lady had made a statement that her and her son had been through hell like they had. It's been rough. It's been a rough time. And when she saw him walking across the stage, she lost her emotion. You know, my I, I guess the I guess the only thing that I would say is. Why is your why is your emotion some stripper shit? Like, I guess I don't get it. Like, I, you know what? I'm one of the heterosexual males in the world that's really not impressed by twerking. Now, I'm in groups. Like, I, like, like I'll get one of the homies to join me to a group or tell me about a group. I'm in groups, gentlemen's elite and um, uh, the, the groups that just show. I'm not in any groups that do the next stuff. I'm not really into that. Like, I keep telling people, I'm not much into to super pictures and stuff like that because I watch porno. You know, you watch porno, pictures don't do much, but I like the groups that have, you know, the beautiful young ladies. They Some of them have on bikinis. Some of them have on their nursing outfits. Some of them have on business attire. Some of them have on jeans and shirts. I know that we were talking about putting a digital calendar together and we were trying to comprise a lot of pictures or and get ready to take some pictures. And so I'm in some of those groups. People are joining me on them, or people invite me to them. I'm a supportive guy. I'll join the group. I'm not in. And when when there are groups that have the video action of women twerking, 
twerking is so played and tired to me. And I guess thirsty males have set the stage for twerking to still be popular because you got a lot of guys that still want to see you, as people say, pop that pussy, right? They want to see you pop that ass all over the place. The shit gets corny to me. It gets repetitive. Yeah, if it's beautiful women, they're beautiful, but I think you're more sexy just walking or sitting or taking a picture or talking about some shit. That's just me. You got to remember, I'm anti-thirst, y'all. I'm anti-thirst. I try to participate in these groups because I'm slowly trying to, you know, leak my show into these groups. But I see so much thirst that it makes me not want to be in some of the groups. I think I've unjoined a couple and I don't like unjoining because you, they lose a member and they're not bad people. So you want to you want them to keep their membership up. You know, my Jeff is Moody group is small. I've actually been thinking of shutting Jeff is Moody on Facebook down. Not not because it's small, but. My Jeff Robinson page is good enough. I can just say Jeff, you know. So when I saw the young lady to me, I don't know how you guys feel about that. But if you haven't seen it, just put Mother Twerks at son's graduation. I think she made a complete ass of herself. But what you and your son have been through, I don't know why that would make you bend over and bust it open and have your titties halfway falling out. To the point where you're in bed. And then you know the kids are sitting there. Hey, hey, because they're kids and they want to see mama make an ass of herself. I can guarantee you her son probably didn't think that was funny. So while I can respect the struggle, if she I don't know if she's a single mom or not. If I can but that's some that's some that's some quote unquote ratchet single mom shit. I'm not saying that's what single mothers do. I'm saying that's what the hoodie hoods do. That's what the rats do. Then she made a fucking blithering idiot of herself. So, yeah, that, that's how I feel about it. But we don't know people struggle. If her, her son, man, who knows if her, her her son was struggling to eat while she was putting him through school. We don't know. And maybe her, maybe she, she looks like a, like a club dweller. I mean, with all due respect, she looks like a, a, a hood gerbil. I don't know why you had to bust it open, but that's what she did, y'all. So, um, that's my take on that. That was the FB post of the week. Family, listen. Listen up. Do I have another segment? No. Okay. I don't have another segment. Family, listen up. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure with you guys, man. I have I have fun, as you guys can hear. It's, it's just so authentic. And I want you all to keep in mind what I was talking about when I was talking about these clowns. At the beginning of this show. Let me tell y'all. Don't ever let your intellect. Or don't ever let your accomplishments. Make you look down on the next person. People need us. People need you. You can lift somebody up. And that's more important. Than a lot of self-accomplishment. Because we're already self-accomplished. But a part of self-accomplishment. Is actually helping other people accomplish. Right? So family. That was the Jeff is Moody show. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember. My method is madness. And verbal roar dog season is in full effect. The classic podcast throwback is up next, followed by the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Natural. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another one. I do believe Ty and Tia Talks podcast is up at 6, followed by my man Mario Watts and the Random Select podcast at 7 p.m. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. We got another one. See y'all next week. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87.